if your objective is to build something and exit and the person that you're working with to help you build it never wants to sell they want to keep it forever and pass it down generationally to their kids and they want to build something you're setting yourself up for no success because you're both not aligned in what you want to accomplish in your life Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. My name is Marco Kozlowski. I'm here with Francesco Galluccio and Gabriel Araish, who is snowed in today. Apparently, there's 40 centimeters of uh, snow. Well, that's the wrong me. person. Hold on. Yeah. That's oh. not, uh, Gabe's in uh, Boca Raton. He's yeah. uh, enjoying the sunshine and the Did I say Gabe? I meant Frank. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Frank Snowden. Oh, Frank man. Died. So, uh, yeah. Snowden. All right, all right, all right. He's shaking so, trees outside. <laughs> Frank is uh, is Snowden. Apparently, I'm snowed over, and uh, Gabriel is in uh, sunny Boca Raton, where there is no snow, and he is no longer from Montreal. Actually, he's still from Montreal, but now lives in sunny Florida with his family. And congrats on the move, Gabe. Always exciting to, uh, to get new things done and that's actually a perfect segue to what we're going to discuss today which is the definition of success what you really want out of life most people are clear as to what they don't want but not really clear as to what they really really want and what you're working for and what your goals really are and that's what we're going to tackle today and there's it's just a very fascinating topic because some say i need to make xyz amount of money some are about time some are about both and it could be completely other definitions depending on what you're struggling through in your life some is i got to get rid of the person that i live with some you know i, I there's so many definitions of success that um, it's bananas but we're going to see how we can tackle that today and help you uh, get through that now if you have not listened to the first 10 episodes of the podcast please do the first 10 at least that gives you a, a very clear understanding of uh, asset-based lending that the deal and the, the the down payment on any deal that we have is actually the equity that we bring to the table by following process and we cover that in the first 10 and all the other episodes of course are um, we strive to give you the best possible quality content so you can share it and love it and comment so we can give as much value to you as possible the listener and this is going to be no exception today to make sure you're clear as to what your version of success is and how and what you need to do in order to achieve that uh, step by step so this all I guess started in a conversation that I had a few, few weeks ago when I went to uh, Jimmy John's of all places which is a, a sandwich shop and there was a I guess a a story on one of the boards and it really was pretty interesting I'll have Gabe read it we pulled it and uh, it's pretty cool so Gabe go ahead and then we'll comment on there's a lot of angles to you know to noodle that around and we'll we'll have a fun discussion around it all right, so here's the story. An American investment banker was taking a much-needed vacation in a small coastal Mexican village when a small boat with just one fisherman docked. The boat had several large, fresh fish in it. The investment banker was impressed by the quality of the fish and asked the Mexican how long it took to catch them. The Mexican replied, only a little while. The banker then asked, well, why didn't you stay out longer and catch more fish? The Mexican fisherman replied he had enough to support his family's immediate needs. The American then asked, but what do you do with the rest of your time? And the Mexican fisherman replied, I sleep late, fish a little, play with my children, take siesta with my wife, stroll into the village each evening where I sip wine and play guitar with my amigos. I have a full and busy life, senor. The investment banker scoffed. 
I'm an Ivy League MBA and I could help you. You could spend more time fishing and with the proceeds buy a bigger boat. And with the proceeds from the bigger boat, you could buy several boats until eventually you would have a whole fleet of fishing boats. Instead of selling your catch to the middleman, you could sell directly to the processor, eventually opening your own cannery. You could control the product processing and distribution. Then he added, of course, you would need to leave the small coastal fishing village and move to Mexico City where you would run your growing enterprise. The Mexican fisherman asked, but senor, how long will this all take? To which the American replied, 15, 20 years? But what then? Asked the Mexican. The American laughed and said, well, that's the best part. When the time is right, you would announce an IPO and sell your company stock to the public and become very rich. You could make millions. Millions, senor? Then what? Well, to which the investment banker replied, then you would retire. You could move to a small coastal fishing village where you would sleep late, fish a little, play with your kids, take a siesta with your wife, stroll to the village in the evenings where you could sip wine and play guitar with your amigos. <laughs> I love this yeah. story. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's pretty it's, powerful. It is. It is. So let's talk about it. Because the definition of success to the amigo is completely different than the Investment the MBA mm -hmm. exactly. So let's they're both right in a way, mm -hmm. based on what your goals are, right? So Frank, I don't know if you want to noodle that around first since sure. you read the story. Want yeah, to hear your no, voice, man. No, it, well, yeah, it is a funny story. That's a great story, actually. Just to do all that, just to be back to where you started. For me, you know what? Success. I, obviously, everyone has a different definition of success mine was it was monetary but monetary only for the sake of getting out of something that i hated doing i loved listen i used to work for the government uh, federal government senior officer many years close to a quarter of a century working there i enjoyed my my time there but i think i had to change over a new leaf you know uh, change over the page new chapter whatever you want to call it and basic if i were to sum it up i was looking for my definition of success is doing less of what i hate doing so I started hating my job. I started resenting going into the office to the point where I was even avoiding people and climbing the stairwells. So, you know, it did good for my health, but just avoiding the people, the negativity and all that. So once you start, once I start realizing that, I was like, I got to get out of here. So it's my success, if you want to measure it as a result, is doing less what I hate and doing more what I love. And I love doing this. I, I love doing these podcasts and uh, I love teaching. Yeah, Marco. I just wanted to comment because it's doing less of what you hate doing, right? Yeah. As opposed to, I want to move towards what I love and what I really, my passions are, which you, you know, ended with, which is great. But we all know what we don't like, but what do you really enjoy? Because I know real estate is not a passion of mine. It's a means to an end. It gives me the cash flow that I need in order to do what I absolutely love, right? And in the story... The guy already had everything that he wanted, so he was already successful. He didn't have to do anymore. He was already exactly where he needed to be. And he was clear on that based on the story, right? Where the banker, his vision was to make as much money as possible to retire because that's something he doesn't have, right? And yeah. I know, Gabe, your, your visions are not necessarily monetarily based because you're taken care of through the real estate that you have, and Frank as well. Frank but was driven by... I don't want this anymore and I need change, right? And then he was looking and sniffing for, I guess, new cheese. If you've read Who, you know, Who Moved My Cheese, he needed a way to accomplish not doing what he wants, you know, to do that anymore. But I think there's a caveat to that, Frank, in that you wanted the, uh, the same or more money not doing what you're doing now. 
it so was definitely was, more. Yeah, there was definitely more. I was tired of you know getting paid for for the hours I was putting in. And uh, going back to what you just said, it definitely was monetarily. But I was looking for a vehicle that would get me get me out of something that I hate doing and into something that I enjoy doing. And I guess the by, if you want to call it the byproduct, the byproduct will be: Can I still take care of my family and my my lifestyle uh, that I wanted by using that vehicle? And this vehicle was was real estate that I found. Right. But if your passion was putting Legos together and you were going to starve to death doing that, you wouldn't be doing that at the same time, right? No, unless I became a, a master builder but and, and made lots of money. But uh, no, you would still need a vehicle to follow your passion. So whatever vehicle that was, that is for everyone, for me, it was is initially the vehicle was the government to get me to a certain stage. And Correct. then when I got to that object, I was like, okay, now what? Like, like in the story, you know, do you go up the corporate ladder? Many people do that. It says, okay, once you get to the manager position or the director or whatever then what your needs are going to change you're going to want more or you're going to you know it's it's not what you expected like okay i'm still now i'm up on the on the corporate ladder but now i have no time because i'm more involved right and that's what i didn't want and that was the only way for me to grow in the government i had to become into management and management of the government is is like babysitting it's a lot of hr stuff he did that he did that grievances i didn't want to do that so i wanted to get out of something that i hated doing and get into something that can still sustain my lifestyle and support my family and do what I love or do what I enjoy doing. And that's real estate. And some people, you know, my wife is, she's not a fan of real estate. She knows the importance of getting the real estate as a vehicle so she could do what she wants. All right. So a lot of people do that. They, you know, you, a lot of successful people do real estate so they can get that passive income so they can do whatever their passion is. Maybe, you know, be in a small village and doing fiesta time with their wives or their significant other. But if that's what the important part is, is that that's your definition of success and that belongs to Frank. It, it's not going to be the same one for Marco, for myself and all that. It, it, for me, it's kind of refreshing to hear the story about, you know, the Mexican fishermen and the American uh, MBA because I kind of learned this at a younger age through an actual exchange with another human who, who kind of demonstrated this to me. I was still in university. I was in the education programs. This is before I even got into accounting. And, you know, I, I think I always had this entrepreneurial, if you want, fiber in me. And I was doing, you know, some multi-level marketing. I was affiliated with a company and I was started with MLM. And here I was talking to all my friends because that's kind of what you do. And, you know, this girl that was in my class, I started talking to her. And, and to me, it made so much sense. Like, why would you not do this? I mean, you're a student, you're, you're going into a a profession that's probably never going to get you, you know, anywhere near money. Uh, sadly, I think teachers are, are severely underpaid. But nevertheless, that's something that she was going towards. And after a few back and forth, she told me straight, she goes, she goes, Gab, she goes, I, that's not what makes me happy. She goes, I don't care about the money. She goes, if I have my little house and my, you know, 10 year old car that's still functioning with my family, that's what makes me happy. And that's where it kind of clicked for me that what her definition of what success was to her is totally different than what the definition of success at that time was for me. Because even for me, the definition of success evolved as I grew older, as you know, people entered my life, people exited my life, my success definition kept changing. And it's still changing today because my definition of success up until you know three years ago was for me to quit my job was like when I can you know live off myself and my efforts then I would be considered successful and I've achieved that so now my next definition of success I need a kind of a new objective and that's changed as well so now I get to work towards that goal 
using my knowledge and, and the current resources I have in order to achieve that next step. So I think the main part here is it's absolutely normal for you to have your own success definition and it's okay that it's not the same as everyone else. What's important though is to be able to surround yourself with people who have similar success definitions in order to help each other achieve those goals. And I think that's where even when you're controlling who's in your entourage and who's going to be part of your immediate kind of uh, circle versus who's not going to be in that immediate circle. I think this is where understanding your differences with respect to your definitions of success or objectives or life goals, that's what's going to help you achieve them is by putting the right people in your entourage that, that have similar goals. They don't have to be exactly the same, but they have to be going in the same direction. You know, case in point, me being in the circle of this girl who was content with having just you know a small home and a small beat up car that, that was functioning that's okay I, there's nothing wrong with her goal it's just that there would be no benefit to her for me being in her immediate circle at that time and vice versa where there would be you know we could be friends but there's no there's nothing she can teach me in order to reach my success goals because she's going in a totally different direction which again is okay there's nothing wrong with the directions that they take it's just important for you to understand these things like i could have had she not told me this i could have just kept pitching her and pitching her pinching her for like two three years and i would have always hit a wall without knowing why but you know i'm so grateful that she's told me this because it taught me this valuable lesson and and now i understand that this is something i need to know before i discuss something with someone is what's your what's your objective what's your definition of success in life i think your objectives and the people around you and your goals and your definition of success i'm sure you've heard this before things are either for a reason a season or a lifetime so you can have a a seasonal goal which was in frank's case i want to work for the government you know, this is what I want. In your case, you know, I want to be, you know, work for an accounting firm and I, you know, I love numbers. And that was your, at first, your lifetime goal, right? And then you realize it's actually a seasonal goal. Or there was a reason that you did this so you could do something else that was going to be seasonal that will eventually get through your lifetime. Or a circle of friends also has, I have different friends that are, you know, fun friends that I can go out with but we don't discuss business at all because our definition of success is completely different. If they work nine to five, they're great guys, but that's it. You know, they're, they fill a void in me of, of that fun human that I want to surround myself with. So they're seasonal and reasonal, right? If that makes sense. And it's good to know, I believe everyone should have a checks and balances. I'd say either <coughs> monthly or yearly as to what your, what your goals are and are you going in that right direction? Are you having the right behavior to achieve those goals? And are they reasonable goals that you can, with milestones that you can achieve very, very quickly and easily? Or you'll get very disappointed very quickly. I was just going to say that in the story, Gabe shared, and if you want to share it, that you're more on the banker because it's not necessarily the money that you're after. It's the process of building and selling something so i don't know if you want to speak to that game yeah sure so like for me you know i, I grew up in the financial world uh, yeah i was in you know a cpa i would actually audit public and private companies so for me there was always this glamour if you will or just, just you know just something that attracted me to this exit exiting a corporation or exiting a project and by exit i mean just selling off a business at a massive multiple i think that's something that's always been part of me where I wanted to be part of that type of situation. But in, in the fisherman story, there wasn't that 
paragraph of you know what do you do all day and it's you know sipping with my you know sipping drinks with my amigos or hanging out with my wife and all that you know my wife's still working my kids are in school so even though i do spend probably more time with my children and my wife and my family than the average joe you know it's it's not kind of the immediate goal the the goal is to spend time with them and i do that already so that's achieved but that's not the major goal so for me it's like I haven't reached my ultimate goal, which is to, you know, one day exit out of a, a scalable business. And I know I'm working towards that. And I think we now have a clear path of how that's going to get done. It's going to take a little bit of time, probably less than, you know, most people will take just because we have a good plan. But like, that's something that I want to do. And for me, that's a major, major milestone in my success definition. And that's why I have to also be surrounded by individuals who either have done this before, are striving for the same goal, or going the same direction, have the same objectives. And I try and include these individuals in my immediate circle so that we can grow together and hopefully all exit somewhere somehow, or maybe work to- together into an exit. So for me, this is extremely important. And you know, will I achieve it? I think so. Uh, you know, is it a guarantee? Absolutely not. That's the fun part. Is the journey, but. That's what I work towards every day. A little part of me works towards that every single day. And I'm happy with that. But I do know that what the result of that exit's going to be and how that's going to impact my family and myself is exactly where we want to be at that time. So again, I'm very content now, but my objectives have changed after reaching certain certain goals and successes. Your definition of success is the is the building and exiting and the byproduct will be the money. Correct. Versus I need this amount of money in order to do whatever I want to do. Because what you want to do is exactly the build and the sell. So yes. you're, in, you're aligned with that. One of the things that we're going to be discussing in our next podcast is, you know, choosing the people around you to go into the same direction, right? Because if your objective is to build something and exit and the person that you're working with to help you build it never wants to sell, they want to keep it forever and pass it down generationally to their kids and they want to build something you're not you're going to setting you're setting yourself up for no success for both of you because you're both not aligned in what you want to accomplish in your life right so frank i haven't heard you this quiet since the 60s no i was i was was gravitated to uh uh, gabe's uh voice and his story but you know what in the end everyone's going to have goals and those goals are going to change them mine did and the only thing I do regret is if you are going to set goals, I know you had, like Marco, you, you alluded to seasonal goals. Mine was more than a season <laughs> with the government. I only got into the government because I wanted, I had that entrepreneur spirit. My dad was an entrepreneur and, and my grandfather was an entrepreneur. So I wanted to get into that. I just used the government, honestly, as a stepping stone. That was the goal. Let me get into the government so I can get into the house that I, that I want to with my wife, uh, Linda. And from there, I'm going to, I'm going to save some money up so I can grow a business. And I do have business up in, in Canada. I have a legal business that was very successful, but it took a lot of time to get there when I could have probably just aligned myself with someone else that had similar goals to be an entrepreneur and just shortcut that. So just be very careful when you are setting your goal. Just look at, is this a seasonal goal? And I like what you said, Marco. Is it a seasonal goal to get you something else? And if it is a seasonal goal, is there someone else that you can align your objectives with that you can fast forward to that? And that's what I regret. It was 24 years out of my life with the government. Like I said, I, I didn't hate all 24 years i think the last five or six i think i overstayed my welcome and i wanted more and i know i was capped at a government job and most people that do have a job you are capped yes you may get that modest increase every year on your collective bargaining what you know two percent one percent three percent whatever it is in the end you can foresee what you're going to be earning in five ten years and if that's okay with you if that's your goal then that's great that wasn't mine i wanted more 
I think there's something that's that we can have a whole podcast on is you knew that you want to change, but you took five years to make that decision, right? So how do we pivot quicker so you don't lose that five years of time? Are you I asking there's, me? There's, you, the, no, I think I think we can. Oh. I, I think that's a topic that we can have a lot of fun with because in a lot of things that I've done, you know, at first it took me three years to make a decision that I didn't want to be in this situation anymore. And the next time it took me two years and the next time it took me one year and now instantly if I don't like something I pivot immediately. So that short, you know, that time has been shortcutted through painful lessons. But I think those are lessons that you don't have to learn yourself. You can have someone sort of give you a matrix on that and we can, because Gabe, you did the same thing. There was a pressure cooker that happens and at one point I just can't take it anymore. That's how, you know, divorce happens, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like one day we're, we love each other, the next day we're getting divorced. There's pressure that mounts, there's things that happen within that and there are markers and too many people stay in the same job or situation or circle of friends or, you know, they torture themselves to not make a decision and you're just wasting time because if you don't do something about something, nothing's going to happen. It's like when you're an employer, right? They say hire slowly, fire fast, fire quickly. It's, it's, exactly. Yeah, so, and so I, like, that's a whole other topic that we can. But it's I the think same. A, but it's the same approach, right? Yeah. Right. So is it aligned with your success definition? And if it's not, you know, you have to pivot quickly, which we can discuss in another. You know, there's two topics now: how to pick the partners in order to align yourself with the right successes, which is what you uh, had just discussed earlier, and how to pivot quickly. I think it would be two really good topics that we can tackle moving forward. But yeah. So what are your what's your definition of, of success? Is there's money, there's lifestyle, there's time, there's health, which is something that we all, you know, I think could do better if generally very successful people don't take care of their health as much as they should, generally. And I see that a lot, very, you know, unhealthy, wealthy people, which doesn't serve you, you know, because wealth is health. Uh, there's there's just so many check marks and balances, you know, um, Whatever your definition is, you should be very clear as to what you what that looks like, short term, you know, for season, reason, or lifetime. I think, I think it's, it, it's important. It could also be a combination of these things. It doesn't have to be just one of these items. Hundred percent. So combination, and and then just have a plan of how to get there. You yeah, know, but you should have separate goals for everything. Your health should be, you should have a goal for your health. You should have a goal for your, your relationships or your, you know, your marriage life. You should have a goal with, um, in terms of lifestyle, you should have, so you should have not just one goal. Yes, there may be an ultimate goal, but you got to also look at it individually in your whole life. Well, that's uh, and spirit, you know, spiritual goal <laughs> and, and how they all dovetail well, together. Goal, there you go. You I, know, you and know. how they all dovetail together. You know, if, you know, you have two different beliefs. I know many 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 couples that are have phenomenal relationships and they're completely different religions and they make it work because at the end of the day their values are aligned so that comes back to picking your partners right but it's also they're aligned in their definition of success because they're doing well because they're working together towards a common uh, project you know um so it's a very interesting topic i think we could discuss this you know for hours and hours and hours but as a listener I, we don't want to bore you with you know our our shitty stories we not that you my shitty stories i should say because your stories are, are great and mine are <laughs> maybe not as good as yours all good so the objective here is is you know uh really think about not what you don't want because that's easy i don't want this i don't want that i know so many people and, and even frank said this is what i don't want but what do you really want 
And then, then he said, okay, this is my passion. I'm going towards that. I'm really glad that you ended with that. Because if you don't know what you want, how the hell will you ever get it? Yeah, listen, I had a different thought process on that. And it, a lot of these things were weighing down on me. And that's initially, your initial thoughts is like, shit, I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to do this no more. I don't want to do this no more. From a negative perspective, which ultimately gave me, okay, what do I want to do? Uh, so it led me in the same direction. I just took a different path. And it's what you don't want. That's it starts with I don't want this anymore. Yeah, you need but that you, trigger. You need you need that pressure cooker that this is not acceptable. But you can't focus on what's not acceptable. You immediately have to focus on what do I really want. Well, that's the pivot. Yeah, correct. And that we we can have a podcast on that. I think so. Any additions to? I think we nailed this, man. I think yeah. so, yeah. And again, guys, if uh, this gave you value, please like it, love it, share it. We always want to uh, add as much value to humans as possible and contribute to your wild success. Uh, there's there's an abundance of money and abundance. There's no limit to how much money you can make and how successful you can be. And success begets success. And we just want to see your success uh, for not only 2022, but all years uh, moving forward so you can take care of your family, have an amazing life that is as stress-free as possible financially so you can really focus on growing yourself and growing those around you and just being an amazing human and uh that's all we want so guys thank you so much listener love you very much appreciate you and uh, i'm excited for the next two topics that we're going to be discussing uh so stay tuned appreciate you have a great day bye guys If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to getdealsbytuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.